It's the anti-Aaron show. John Aaron, Liza Aaron. AA show for April 10th, 2019. How's it going, everybody? Oh, man. It is here. It's nearly here. Fucking Game of Thrones is almost here. Season 8. Are you excited? Are you pumped up? Are you... Are you... Are you... Are you... Are you... Are you, are you amped up? Are you ready? Are you ready for this shit? Are you... Ready for the last six episodes of this long fucking journey that you have to take place for the last seven, eight years? Are you fucking ready for this? Because I caught up all seven seasons in about three weeks during the hardest time of my life. Um, you know, it's been a it's it's been two weeks since I recorded this. You know, uh, since the probably the worst rundown of the Democratic candidates for the twenty twenty election presidential election. That I had, but man, it, it, it's, it was a rough two weeks. You know, it, it's been a rough year. I mean, I probably said it in the sporadic episodes I've been recording this year. Trying to keep it to the bi-weekly instead of a weekly that I've been following. Um, I think uh, up to a week ago, uh, the April 2nd or so, I, I think I legitimately pulled uh, 130 hours in 10 days. Now I think about it, 10 days straight. Um, I mean, it goes with the peak time and then the software release and everything. I mean, it goes in phases, so it happens. But, you know, the thing is, I didn't have a full weekend weekend until the last, you know, this past weekend, a couple of days ago. Because the weekend before, I wasn't working, but I was in a family emergency Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 22nd to 24th. And grinding that out, and I had to come back to the 10 days straight, you know, basically working. Uh, and then I basically passed out on the Thursday last week, the opening day for the Tigers over here. But the good news is that <laughs> even all this, I caught up to the end of the Game of Thrones, you know, during this. I, really, the three weeks in March was composed of, you know, uh, the work, you know, podcasts here and there, the two episodes I kept to my track to. And Game of Thrones, Jim, I didn't get to go as often, so I'm ramping back up. I signed up for the intramural, intramural, is that what you call it? The fucking wreck soccer. I haven't played soccer in 10 years, and then I said, fuck it, let's do it. You know, I feel lighter, I feel jumpier, you know, I gotta get my muscles going, I gotta kick some soccer balls here and there the next three weeks, you know, get the feel of it, get the vibe of it, basically. And then the, this past weekend, I thought it was a weekend, but really, it was a goddamn grind. It was a WrestleMania weekend, and then I explained, for those that are asking who haven't heard the past episodes of this thing before, they're like, ah, God, why, what do you like wrestling so much, man? What are, you like, what are these wrestling references? And I finally explained it to somebody at work, because, like, you know, I, I think, you know, Matt and Trey from the South Park said this about the Mormon religion. It's like, the Mormon religion, why are you so fascinated with it? Are you guys secret Mormons or some shit? What the fuck? And the answer is, you know, that Mormon religion is the most American religion, believe it or not. And I kind of say the same thing about the professional wrestling. If you want, it is the most American entertainment you can find if you look at the history of it. And there's nowhere in the world that has it. And then it has, you know, through the eyes of WWE and all that, WWF, it has in WCW, who have bigger footing, you know, in Japan and Europe time to time. It's like, dude, like. It has, it is the most over-the-top ridiculous crap, but it's entertaining. But then the another thing, you know, John Oliver had a piece on it last week. It's like, hey, man, like, and then I heard Peter King, who used to write for Sports Illustrated, he saw the John Oliver piece. and like, I don't know how fans support this shit. It's like, if you're a true wrestling fan who are, like, 
golf fans and NASCAR fans and soccer fans who are like every little wrong thing you know people jump at you for you know those are pretty loyal fans and then they they, they know what the hell's really going on with the WWE specifically but anyways it was a mania weekend I don't want to go long-winded on that it is the most American over-the-top entertainment possible and I understand it is an entertainment it's fake man it's fake yeah it's fake until you take the goddamn back bump do it do the flippity flop shit and then see how you can pull that off. Yeah, that's fake as shit, isn't it? It's predetermined. Of course it is. We all know. That's the that's the joy of it. And then we try to be the fantasy bookers, fantasy writers of the show and be like, what the hell is up with this? You watch Friends and you go up to Jennifer Aniston and you don't call her Rachel. But if you go up to Seth Rollins, you'd be like, hey, Seth. No, his real name is fucking Kobe Lopez. But you don't go up and say, hey, Kobe, what's up? That would be fucking weird. Wrestling is the only entertainment that you don't really do that. You stick to the character even in the real life. But anyways, I digress. So it was a WrestleMania weekend, and then I, I decided to just like fuck it and then completely gave up on a weekend. Just watch wrestling. So, and then there was a big thing on the Sunday, the Mania is seven and a half hours long almost. My God, you know, including the two-hour pre-show. You watch that shit, it's like, well, I'm cutting vegetables and I'm watching it in and out. So that happens. It's like the Super Bowl. It's like the all-day Super Bowl event, except it's not a three-hour game. It's a seven-hour extravaganza. And then it's, this is the third year in a row I watched at WrestleMania straight. The first year I did this, uh, what was it, two years ago? When I, I recorded the podcast on this one, I divided it into two episodes because the mania was so damn fucking long. And I passed out the last hour because, one, I was drunk, and two, I was like, holy shit, this is long because this was back in Seattle. So it was like we started at 2 o'clock with a pre-show, 5 o'clock start, and then it ended around, uh, I guess, like 8 o'clock, 8.30 or so. And then I ended up going to, you know, dinner drunk, you know. And then the second time I saw this, on a whim, I decided to watch the New Orleans WrestleMania last year, and I'd be like, holy crap, that was fucking long. And then I watched the entire thing and I was exhausted, sober. This year, I watched it sober and then I go like, God, this is tiring. And by 11 o'clock hour came around, I dozed off completely for half an hour. And then, you know, people are, you know, the, the show ended at 1225 in the East Rutherford, New Jersey. So people are in the wee hours of the early morning trying to catch Uber Lyft because after one o'clock, the transit stopped. And this is not the first time this kind of thing happened in New Jersey because the last time it happened was a Super Bowl 43 or something. The, you know, the one that uh, fucking uh, Seahawks won, you know, uh, over the Broncos in New Jersey, in the Meadowlands. Yeah, that one. So that traffic was, uh, and then the transit was pretty bad too. But seven and a half hours of my life, I'm like, I can't do this. It's too fucking long. Please divide the show. And then seven and a half hours is not the only thing I saw. Because the night before, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor, oh my god, you're like, you're going into the fucking nerdom, the smarky mark side of wrestling. It's like, yeah, I watched the New Japan ROH, the Madison Square Garden show, on a whim in the last second, and I fuck it, and then I passed out the last half of it because I was drunk and high. But then I caught it the next morning, so there is a four and a half hours there, which was a really good show. And then the night before was the NXT TakeOver, but Friday night I was out a little bit, so I caught it. Uh, mostly on Saturday morning. So that was three and a half hours, longer than the usual two and a half, three hour NXT TakeOver show. So overall, I consumed three and a half, four and a half, eight, plus seven and a half, 15 and a half hours of professional wrestling just on three events Friday, Saturday, Sunday, basically. So 15 and a half hours of the entire weekend I spent watching wrestling. 
And I'm mad at the WWE the most of the mania for the seven and a half hours. Like third year in a row I do this. I'm gonna cancel the fucking network. I can't I can't put up with this shit anymore. I can't. I can't. You know, and then the New Japan, their WrestleMania or the Wrestle Kingdom next year, twenty twenty, January fourth, they're gonna divide it into fourth and fifth and then have their follow up show on the sixth. And I'm like, that's actually a good idea because they're their roster and then the event listing got albatrossically like is that a word albatrossically big it got way too big and i'm like i can't do this i can't do this so <laughs> i i i think wwe should divide it into two shows like you cannot do i'm sorry you cannot do like eight hours and then it's a fucking public danger in my opinion doing shows like that it's and then you miss a train or something so i can't imagine going to the fucking show you know how do you how do you do this shit and then I feel bad for the people that were there for eight hours and the pre-gaming and before that, all that shit too. And watch other smaller wrestling shows, blah, 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 down there. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they fucking do it. But anyways, like I, I, I just go like, wow. It's just 15 and a half hours now I think about it. It's like, holy crap, I, I, just, I just can't do it. I, I, I just can't do it. So, but still... You know, it, overall, how was the Mania in general? It was a good show. I think the length of it just took me out of it the last three hours. Like, pe- even if you see the live show, it's just like, oh, you can't. People were not, not cheering and all that shit either. You know, but I'm just like, I I would have been out of it too. Because at home, I was fucking exhausted. I, was like, I thought about, I thought about uh, coming back to it. You know, maybe like, you know, I'm going to go to sleep now and then I'm going to catch the last three hours to, on a Monday. But I was like, fuck that. I want to catch it. What, what the hell happened? You know, so I tried. But then the, this few fillers in the events were complete, like, like non-factor at all. Like Batista Triple H was too fucking long. 25 minutes for that match. I know it's Triple H. Average, like, minute for Triple H match in the Mania is like 24 minutes. So I was like, I expected it. But for a fucking brawl, like, I don't need that shit, you know. Like you just need ten minutes brawling, get the fuck out. And then you ha- good thing this year is like there are a lot of matches that like just like shoo 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 go 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 because it has seventeen matches and eight hours to cover or whatever. So that was great. I wish there was an intermission. They had a dance break at the end, very late, and everyone was fucking groaning. It's like, can you get to it already? If you wanted a break, why didn't you have a break in between a fucking intermission like a fucking Bollywood movie? So fucking stupid. So. I'm not doing seven and a half hours again. I'll be honest. I'm going to the SummerSlam festivities in Toronto this August, but I'm not going to SummerSlam. Tickets are way too expensive. Even the SummerSlam has been, that's their second biggest event after Mania. It's so fucking long, like five, six hours long. Like, no, I'm not going to sit there and stand for that shit. I'm just going to go to NXT that might be three and a half hours tops. Get the fuck out. Better quality, better to digest and absorb and get the fuck out. That is my plan. If there are other little smaller festivities like you have in the Mania weekend, like that's like a Super Bowl weekend, there's like conventions and smaller shows, Josh Barnett, Bloodsport, or Impact, or whatever, I'll go check that shit out. But I, like, two companies' events took 15 and a half hours of my life and $52 in total. You know, $43 for the pay per view, Ring of Honor, and then the $9.99, $9.99, the WWE Network. So, money well spent, but. Three weekends in a row. I didn't have a real weekend. I'll be fucking honest. Because <laughs> last weekend, I worked. You know? And then this past weekend, I worked watching wrestling. 
three two weekends ago, three weekends ago or whatever. Emergency room. And then even the weekend before that, I was like knocked the fuck out and then working here and there. So I'm just like, I need a full weekend. I need to fucking decompress. Like do nothing. You know, go exercise. Go practice my soccer. I'm going to be so out of shape playing soccer. Oh my god, I kill. 12 minutes talking about this shit. And then uh, I guess a little back up to the most disappointing rundown of the Democratic candidates thing I did. <laughs> I apologize. If, and if you liked it, well, great. Because uh, the answer to most of the stuff is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know him. And then the... I think the best thing I did is coming up with the Amy Knockblah, the, the Minnesota Amy's name, the angry Amy. You know, I, you know, just stick to that. And then Joe Biden, I never mentioned him. But the, the whole thing over the last 10 days is like Joe Biden, you know, this touchy grandpa, creepy grandpa, you know, that shit. I just, go, and then I saw, what is it, the Root article or something? Don't let Biden get away with this shit. And I'm like, dude, like, I, I'm sorry. And Biden joked about that. I was like, no, it's like, that's not cool. That's not cool. Uh, and then I'm just like, and then Julian Castro talks about that's not okay. And then I'm like, honestly, this, 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 just looking at this shit, I'm just like, this is a fucking, this is a fucking like priority, Democratic Party, liberals. This is your fucking priority. Honestly, of all the economy and inequality and shit going on and not being able to select a fucking candidate, you, you know how to knock down every single one? Come on, man. Come on. And then, like, oh, he's smelling the dead. He's, he's smelling people's hair and shit. And then I'm like, I don't condone it either. It's fucking annoying. But, like, God, it took, it took all these women this long to say, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to say no. You know, I agree with Bill Maher in this case. You know, I, I haven't agreed with him in the last two, three years other than, you know, get your, you know, pull the, Pull the tampon out of your pussy, Democrats. I agree with that from the very beginning. But if this is a focus, really? This is a focus, liberals, progressives? I'm sorry. It's like, and then Trump attacks John, like Joe Biden of like, long history of groping. And I'm like, isn't this the same motherfucker who said grab him by the pussy in front of Billy Bush? Which I'm like, yes, it is a fucking nominal conversation. And then, But like, the fact that it got recorded and he said it, and then he still got elected. And I'm like, what like compared to what trump did compared to the infidelity compared to all the family values that he fucking abandoned compared to the fucking the daughter that he doesn't remember the name of tiffany that he completely gives no absolute shit about like he's a saint over joe biden and the democrats are worried about this shit how stupid is this he's not bill cosby i'm sorry There's, there ain't like fucking drugging girls and shit 38 smoke guns, like smoking guns, and I'm like, I don't know, 38 is like, <laughs> 36 too many, you know, I just, if you don't believe it after 36 accusations, I'm sorry, that's a little too much, but then like, this thing, is like, I don't know, he smelled me funny, he groped me, I felt uncomfortable, and I'm like, Joe Biden, apologize, move on, done, and then do I think he's a good president, I don't know, man, he, he talks a big game, so I'm just like, alright, let's see if he backs it up, he's 76, but you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna go ageism in this shit, you know, like 76, Jerry Brown should run. You know, these people are going to live till 90, you know? And then Trump is the most unconventional, you know, president so far, age-wise and disqualification-wise, whatever the fuck happened. So I'm just like, whatever, man, whatever. So if Joe Biden is the best candidate, I mean, he's the best, I guess, a moderate one, 
but he's not going to make a difference. Rich people have already won. And then this nothing changed the last 12 years or so. The real, there's no evolution. There's no revolution. There's no true equality anymore. Even to make your 100K, you're way behind the millionaires. Even the millionaires are again, like way down against 100 millionaires. And then you reach the next level of the billionaires, the fuck you rich people. So like the billionaires, 100 millionaires, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are the true 0.1%. Go. Even if you make up to 10 million with the whole Green New Deal, I'm just like, dude, 10 million ain't fucking cutting it. 10 million people are trying to stupidly buy their way into the kids' colleges. The true fuck you billionaires are donating, put their name on the fucking library and be like, legacy for the rest of this shit. Fuck you. This is how you cheat the system. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, tears of fame, tears of rich. I'm sorry, it's just like, there's Neymar rich, but then there's Lionel Messi rich, you know? There's Michael Jordan rich, and then there's Kevin Durant rich, okay? So there is a fucking difference. And then under Kevin Durant is the rest of the NCAA players who never got paid, okay? The end. So, anyways, wow, I killed 17 minutes in the politics and all that shit. So, you know what? Democrats, liberal, progressive people, get your fucking priorities straight. I've been saying this for nine years. Like, can't even get the fucking Occupy Wall Street movement right. Can't even get the Bernie Sanders shit right. Can't even get the Democratic nominee right. And even four years later, still don't get this right. You know? Get your shit together. And then I watched a Bill Marshall for the first time yesterday. And I'm just like... Chelsea Handler is like feeling upset and all that shit. I'm like, is it? And Bill Murray's like, you know, it must be the white guilt. I was like, yeah, 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 to a degree. And then people are upset and shit. You know, that's perfectly understandable. But, you know, it had a real reflection and stuff. And then I'm like, lady, calm the fuck down, seriously. And then this goes with the true liberal, like, problems. I have, like, true people that call themselves, like, liberals and progressives. I call them sub. Like the fucking suburban progressive liberal is like, dude, if you really give shit about minorities and marginalized groups here and there, stop living in the hipster fucking areas and then come down to the city, come down to the urbanite, you know, live in the bad neighborhood or some shit or make the real money and be a gentrifier. I don't know. Stop living in the suburbs and pretend that you're a fucking, you know, true like triumphant, like, like victor of the oppressed and shit when you don't live in the oppressed environment surrounding you you know so there there i said that but chelsea handler to be fair has admitted that you know i've been really spoiled you know i had a good career but i've been really spoiled she can admit that because she made the fucking money so good for her she made the fucking money she fucked a lot of guys good for her good for her but the rest of the people i just go like dude like you're, you're not a true liberal you're not a true progressive you don't try. You don't still get out of your comfort zone. You're upset that Trump got elected. And you're like, oh my God. It's like Joe Biden, you know. Joe Biden should like impeach himself. It's like, get the fuck out, man. Seriously. All right. Spend 19 minutes talking about nonsense, basically. But you know what? That's the majority of the 113, 14 episodes of the AA show. Plus some of the offsodes that we haven't had so far. So what was I going to originally talk about today? The Game of Thrones. Oh my God, guys. Game of Thrones season eight is gonna start. By the time you hear this, maybe this you caught the episode one, or episode one already happened, or all the seasons already ended, and you're hearing this. So, 
spoilerful season one to eight, I uh, one to seven here, and then some of my predictions. So some of the things that I thought about the Game of Thrones, you know, it was one of the shows that I said, you know what, I'll watch it after it's done. I want to marathon it all together. And then I was like, uh-uh, I'll do the marathon one to seven. And then now I understand all the references. Now I understand what the, all the teams are, what the, what the what the allegiances are, what the characters are, what you know, all that the dragons and the, all that shit. I was like, what was it? The, uh, the, what was the thing? I know it's like Khaleesi. It's like the fucking uh, Emilia Clark. She's like Khaleesi, right? Khaleesi. Yes, she is a Khaleesi. But there are a gazillion Khaleesis. Okay, fine. Her name is uh, Daenerys Targaryen. So fine, Targaryen family. And then there's the fucking Winterfells, the North, Northern people, the good old country boys. I call them the country boys. And then the fucking Southern Middle Eastern people. And then you got the off the island uh, slave nation over there. And then you got the King's Landing. And then the the Castle Rock with the Lannisters. And then you got the Tyrells, you know, whatever of them are left. And then you got the Sea People. You know, with the uh, what's the the the, the Theon, and then the what what is the last name? I the the Greyjoys, and then the, the 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 Northerners, you know, the Wildlings and shit, the Mongolians basically, and then yeah. So the thing about the Game of Thrones, it reminds me like my sister told me. You know, it it feels a lot like the the, the Romance of Three Kingdoms. If you're Chinese or Asian, you know what I'm talking about. So a lot of polit politicking, head chopping off, very. You know, military and all that shit. Yes, you know, it is a lot like the Romance of Three Kingdoms with a head getting chopped off. You know, if you watch the old Chinese original CCTV production of it, there's a lot of head chopping off there too. I think I had a nightmare when I was a kid watching that shit, but I love it. And then there's a lot of that, a lot of that stuff going on. You know, the, you know, the king's king's hand, hand of the king or whatever. The hand is basically like the regent to a fucking emperor. So I'm like, that's the same thing, you know, my lord, my lady, you know, and then the, everybody's declaring themselves to be the king, like, I'm the king of the north, I'm the king of the whatever, I'm the rightful king. You basically have three kings or the three emperors, kind of like the romance of three kingdoms. So George R.R. R. Martin pretty much ripped it off, but there's like fantastical elements to it, like the fucking ice zombies, the white walkers, the night king, and the fucking dragons, which clearly don't exist in the romance of three kingdoms. Yes, it's a lot... It's a lot of fictionalized versions of the Three Kingdoms period in China, you know, spanning from 184 to 260 or whatever. But, you know, it's just like a lot of the elements are similar. You know, a lot of the talk, a lot of loyalty, you know, brotherhood, sisterhood even. Season 5, I, season five or 6, I got so damn annoyed. It's like, you know what? You know, even as a progressive, I'm so annoyed by like, this is our feminist character. This is our gay character. I'm just like, just pushing the button there. I was like, I was a little annoyed. <laughs> is, it, is it the inner alt-right out of you, BK? No, I was just annoyed by this, you know, messages they keep pushing. I just go like, I get it. I get it. Your cast is diverse. Where are the Asian people on this show? I saw that one girl from the fucking Iron Fist. The half Asian girl that's on that show. Now, I don't where I see the black people here and there. I see the Middle Eastern people. I see the I see the the ginger people. I see the really freckly white people. I see the good looking white people. You know, the Scandinavian looking motherfuckers. Where are the Asian people in this world, huh? Is that the golden army that's coming? You know? Where where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they at? So where are the Jewish people on this show? 
You know, oh, I guess they're all the best, the slave owners, wasn't it? Is that the subliminal message Game of Thrones has? Anyway, it's a cast. Cast is diverse, but it's not as diverse as I hoped. How many black people are in this show? Oh, I guess there's a. Uh, they got a pirate, the Black Pirate, which is a revolution, I guess. Hollywood, Jesus. Um, and then the, all the Middle Eastern people on that show, the Dorn, the Dorn people. You know, I see. I see the original king of the Dorn was a guy in 24 that Jack Bauer said he's not. He's not lying. You know, the fucking season six. I remember that guy. And then the all, all the ladies on that show are crazy as shit. You know, perpetuating the stereotype that Middle Eastern women are crazy, which is what the Dorn women are. So, anyways, then of course Iceland is God, the Vikings, blah blah blah, all that shit. I think Jon Snow's greatly overrated. I hope he dies in season eight. There, I said it. I I think like Jon Snow should have been dead after season five. Why? Why the hell did he come back in season six? I do not understand. He should have been dead. He's a John Cena. Of fucking Game of Thrones, he's like hustle, loyalty, and respect, and then he's a little stupid as John Cena too. In the in the very character sense, John Cena is a human being. It's not stupid. He's very funny, but John Snow, like his whatever Winterfell dad over there, Ned Stark. I'm actually going like Ned Stark, you dumbass. And then like when he died in the first season, I go like, well, I'm not surprised. And then there's a lot of retreads of characters in this show. So Jon Snow feels like the replacement of Ned Stark. But the truth is that he's not a bastard son. He's not a Stark. His real name is Targaryen. So, and then, so I'm just like, whatever. But he's just like the good old boy up north. That's uh, uh, the Rob Stark. And then the fucking uh, Ned, uh, not Ned Stark. What's his face? Jon Snow now. Okay, great. But then... The one that Ned Stark died from, Joffrey, like Joffrey died in the most hilarious way possible, which I thought was anticlimactic, to be honest, when I was watching this. I'm like, oh, that's how he dies? I'm not satisfied. He got fucking poisoned? I'm not satisfied. Fuck this. Fuck this. And then they replaced, what's his face? Joffrey with Ramsay. And then I'm like, oh, look at, you should look at Ramsay. You should look at Ramsay. And then look at the shit he does. And I'm like, he just, just, he, he's just going the next level. On a fucking Joffrey. And then I think Joffrey is a bigger psycho. He looks weird. He looks like a child of an like incestuous relationship to begin with. Which is a great character pick, by the way. And then fucking Ramsey is like, like, I didn't feed the dogs for seven days, you know? And then I'm like, fucking feed the dogs. And then like all that shit. And then like cutting nipples and dicks off and all that. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, can you do any better? Can you stop paying a jigsaw and do better? Can you do better, please? Can you do better, please? So I was never impressed by Ramsey. And I guess if you watch the show and be like, oh, well, who died on the Stark? Uh, one of the Stark kids died. Not Sansa. Not Rob. Uh, Bran. Bran. Bran is basically the fucking Professor X of this shit. I'm in a wheelchair seeing the fucking future. You should be impressed by what he does. And I'm like, I'm not still impressed. He's a three-eyed raven. I'm like, so what? You know, fuck. Like, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Sansa, Arya, what? Recon. Recon fucking died by Ramsey. And then I'm like, I know people are the Battle of the Bastards or whatever. But then, like, Recon didn't do shit. He was the most useless one ever. He was the most useless Stark after Ned. I'm sorry. I'm like really hating on the Northern House so much. And then the fucking... So who do you support, BK? You clearly don't like the North. And I'm like, Sansa like went through a lot of trauma. So I feel her. Arya is just as stupid. 
I mean, you know, she's got the sadistic side of being like the faceless, faceless people and all that shit. But I'm like, whatever. But I don't know. Let's see how Arya pulls through. Maybe Arya dies. And then, uh, so who do you like, BK? Who do you like? Do you like, do you like the Targaryens? You know, the fucking dragon people? Fucking dragons are vulnerable too, so I'm like, whatever. Do you like the Lannisters? I can't believe they turned Jaime from a, like a fucking needle dick villain the first season and a half into a fucking, uh, like, sympathetic character. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happens. I, I'm still amazed that they turned him around like that. Jamie's not that bad. It's like, no, Jamie's a fucking bastard. Then he's a bastard, you know, meta- metaphorically. And he fucks his sister? You, dude. And then he impregnated her the third time. Clearly, I don't, I don't know what century the Game of Thrones is on, but clearly there's no birth control at all, you know? And then what the hell happened? Yeah, and then what else happened? So the incest of this show is like, I can't take it. Some people can't take it. They can't take it. But I'm like, I was waiting the season five, six, and seven. I'm going like, when is Jon Snow going to hook up with Sansa? When are they going to hook up? That incest is wincest. And then somebody asked me, because it is a Winterfell? No, that's a good one too. But it's a Winterfell incest. And then if it turns out, even if they hooked up, that would have been, have been an incest. Just to the public eye, it would have been, you know? But then he's a bastard. So what does it really make? It's a half-sister, you know? The fucked up fantasy. But then how come Lannisters are the only ones banging? I don't understand. So, and then all the kids that come out of that thing never panned out, you know, believe it or not. So, <laughs> where am I going with this? Who do you root for, BK? Who do you root for? I don't know. Fucking Night King. I, winter is here. Get it over with. Who's, and then there's some speculations like, hey, so who's going to really take the throne? I don't know. John's probably going to win with Daenerys as a queen. And I'm like, fuck, I guess they hooked up at the end of season seven. So, Jon Snow is an ant fucker. That's so... That is so fucked up. That is so fucked up. Unknowingly doing it. Or maybe Lannister's keep it. I'm like, nah, I don't think... I think people are waiting for Cersei to have a painful death, you know? So I'm just like, alright. So that's not gonna happen. And what happened to Dorne? Well, the Dorne ladies are under, you know, downstairs, you know? That shit. Tyrells, you know, all of them are dead now. And then the Greyjoy, the fucking, uh... The Euron took over, and then he's bringing those, uh, the Iron Islands are bringing people over. Euron, I don't know, he looks like a fucking ripoff of the fucking Stannis Baratheon, like, replacement in a way. So, you know what? Let's see what happens to these people. He got the ships, and it's like, can the zombies swim? Can these ice walkers swim? And I'm like, ah, uh, they don't drown. People completely forget that. No, they don't swim, attempting knowingly, but, you know? They don't drown, so don't go into the fucking water. So, uh, yeah, bring the golden company or whatever. So let's see how they go. Are they going to help? How are they going to defeat 100,000 zombies, you know? Maybe Three-Eyed Raven knows. Oh, maybe the fucking uh, Samuel, he fucking, uh, Samson Samuel, the motherfucker, he knows, like, I read all the books. It's a dragon glass. They got the whole bunch of dragon glass. Why didn't you come up with a gazillion arrows to come up with it? Jesus. And they got a fucking frozen dragon, which I never understood in the season 7. I'm like, God, you brought all three dragons? Why? And then one of them died. And then I'm like, oh, well, they're going to bring that back alive. And then now the Night King has a fucking dragon. And then you got the fucking blue fire throwing Lugia 
up there. But then I'm sure you're gonna get a dragon versus dragon fight, and then like one of the dragons will die, or maybe they all die. And I was like, they're doing with dragons, you know? Maybe Daenerys dies. Maybe Daenerys is gonna be a Night King's wifey or some shit, you know? It's a sacrifice. Who the hell knows? You know, six episodes left. All the trailers look like like Ice Walkers have won. All that shit. Maybe Night King speaks for once and be like, you know what, motherfuckers? I was a human being too. I am one of the first humans. I am one of the first walkers. I still haven't understand the whole children shit, you know, in the the, 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 the children that of the Game of Thrones, the ice children or whatever, right? The children. No, is it the children? Children of the forest. And I look at this shit and I was like, what is this avatar bullshit? It's like, we created the ice walkers, the white walker, so that they would prevent us from the humans. And then I'm like, Avatar, which ripped off the Dancing with the Wolves? What the fuck is this storyline? So like the going into the north, the fantasies of it with the dragons, Three-Eyed Raven, Professor X, I'm not impressed. Sansa, release your fucking inner Dark Phoenix now before the fucking Dark Phoenix movie comes out, which doesn't look that good anyway. God damn it. So anyways, I, I am looking forward to it despite all that, but... I have absolute no emotional attachment to any of them. Therefore, I'm not rooting for any of them. I'm not gonna go get a t-shirt saying House Lannister, you know, or all that shit. House Sansa, you know, all, none of that shit. I, when every single character died on the show from season one to seven, I go, oh, okay. Well, I hope he died. I hope she died. I had absolute no attachment at all. Even when Jon Snow got stabbed, and I'm like, okay. Th- the times that I got fucking excited is like pretty like gruesome kill. Or when I found out that fucking Jon Snow's like the Valerian Steel sword like killed all the the generals of the Night King, I go like, oh shit, Valerian Steel is the answer? You know, I freaked out. So I was just like, those are the exciting moments. Those are like the, you know, super wrestling move. You don't see it until the mania. You'd be like, oh shit, you did it from the top rope. Get the fuck out. 630. Woo, that's a cool spin. You know, that kind of shit excitement. But not like, no, no, don't die, Raycon. Don't die. Yes, Ramsey. Ramsey died. Fuck Ramsey. You know, I, I never had that. I go like, you know, there, there. if you watch wrestling enough, if you watch the backs, you know, the story following and then the fantasy booking you do in your head so often, you know, I just go like, why is this not a surprise? Why is this not a surprise? And then I called it too. Who is it? Tommen? You know, the Joffrey's little brother. I jokingly said in season six, was it? Before Cersei had the walk of shame and all that shit. The atonement, you know. And then the, what's her face? Uh, the Marjorie, you know, died in explosion. And then like Tommen stayed. And then I was texting somebody as oh Tormund's gonna fucking jump the fucking emo pussy he's gonna jump and then as soon as I sent the text the kid fucking jumped and I just laughed and I'm like I knew it he was gonna kill himself fucking emo boy I knew this was coming oh my god I fucking called it and then recon died and I don't feel anything I said that about three times now but then like I was just like dude I fucking called it I called it he's an emo boy he's a weak ass pussy he's like he's just a nice guy I'm like he's a complete opposite of Joffrey so he's gonna jump himself and die and he did I just like I'm not surprised if you follow enough like story flow and then the predictable writing and then just Vince McMahon's bullshit of WrestleMania and then the WWE you if you watch that shit enough how many WrestleManias he pulled his strings 35 of them as of this year and then you watch Game of Thrones six seasons I just go like you know what I I kind of saw it coming and then 
So BK, if you're such a shin genius, smart uh, motherfucker over the seven seasons that you sped through in seven in three weeks, what the fuck do you think is gonna happen in season eight? I don't expect a satisfactory ending. I just I just can't think of it because the book is not written, which makes it even more intriguing that like, oh, well, that's not what happened in the fucking book because no one knows what the fuck happens in the book because he never fucking finished it. I was like, ah, you know what, fuck, we'll finish the TV first. And then we're going to write a book to Sixth Sense, which is a book that came out after the movie came out, right? I don't expect a satisfactory ending. I know people are speculating and shit. What's going to happen in Avengers Endgames? I, I don't give a shit, you know. We, I just, I'm not expecting much. I am expecting some kind of Sopranos, you know, the dusty finish or something. Interference, DQ finish, whatever. I, or you get the, you want the Becky Lynch moment from Mania. You know, what a segue having a WrestleMania in the Game of Thrones. You want the Becky Lynch submitting, putting the disarmor on Ronda. And then you want that satisfactory victory that you wanted. Becky beat Ronda. Becky beat Charlotte. She raises the two titles, you know, to end the night, 1225 a.m. Who? Instead of the fucking rubbish finish that we got, I was like, oh, oh, Becky locked her way. She smartened her way into the championship with a weirdy, you know, unsatisfactory finish so that you keep the door open for Ronda to come back later and be like, bitch, you never pit me. You never pit me clean. That was a fast count. You know, that kind of shit. I'm sure there's only six episodes. It's like people are gonna they're gonna end something here, and they're like, we're gonna have a prequel to the Game of Thrones. I think they already announced that. It's like we're gonna keep the door open. So it's gonna be like the fucking Star Wars at this point, because this franchise has created HBO and Warner Media so much fucking money. So you're gonna end it in a pretty meh manner. I I don't I want Jon Snow to die. I want Jon Snow to die. Sansa's gonna be the wife. Gendry's gonna be the king. Boom. That's what's gonna happen. And then Jamie's gonna die. Uh, the Lady Brienne's gonna die. Arya's gonna die. You know, everybody dies. Everybody dies. You know, the Night King is a fucking Brock Lesnar. You built him up this much over the last five, six, seven seasons with the Ice Walkers. You're not gonna defeat him in a heartbeat, you know? Unless you get some emo moment. You know, I'm expecting Mass Effect 3 kind of ending. I'd be like, fuck this shit, you know? Massive, I don't want it. I, I was never turned off by the franchise more than after Mass Effect. I was so hurt. I got so annoyed. I spent legitimate 22 hours finishing the Mass Effect 3. Not in a row, but over a five-day span. And I said, fuck this ending. Why don't I work my ass off for Mass Effect 2? I didn't play the first one. And that fucking DLC is anticipating this shit. Same thing's probably going to happen with the Season 8. So and then I'm gonna lose my shit. So come back, come back early June at this point or mid June, and then hear what the hell I thought about the end of Game of Thrones. Maybe I'll have a round table and then we'll have a conversation. But you know what? So I I'm not expecting you know a clean finish. I'm sure they're gonna be. Hey, we open the door a little bit and then the story continues. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. I'm expecting Mass Effect three like finish. It's like this is a cycle. You know. The, the, the Reapers come, they clean the universe. Same for the Ice Walkers. Like, the Ice Walkers come, they clean the kingdom. They clean the seven kingdoms, and we come back later. This is an endless, unpreventable cycle at this point. <laughs> you can't kill me with a dragon glass. Fuck you. So, you know. But, you know what? Even, maybe there's some drama happen. Maybe the Ice Walkers just die handily, and people go, what the fuck? It took three episodes, you killed them all? Yes, but Cersei lives. And then Cersei becomes a whatever the next Stephanie McMahon, 
you know, fucking figure. And then Jamie is like the uncle, Uncle Paul, the fucking Triple H. Is it the NXT Triple H? Or is that the fucking Cerebral Assassin Triple H? And then the fucking Kingslayer. I don't even fucking know what I'm saying anymore. So, overall, I'm not expecting much over the six episodes. First episode, I'm sure somebody dies. Few people die. Few people die. And then be like, oh my god, you killed everybody in the first episode. You hit with a bam. So that makes the people tune to watch the season, episode 2 and 3. It's like, how do you defeat the Ice Walkers here? How do you defeat them? You got a fucking blue dragon, man. You got an ice dragon. How do you defeat an ice dragon? Maybe one of the dragons die in the first episode. Not the big one, the smaller one. And then it's like, no, you're down to the one dragon. You know, that kind of shit. And then maybe dragons go extinct. And it's like, this is the end of the Targaryens. You know, and then the, this is the end of the dragons. You know, all, all that shit. Maybe they incorporate the weapon they created in the King's Landing. And then just put dragon glass over it and shoot the motherfucker. Why don't you go prepare that weapon right now? Why not? Why not? But anyways. You know, I, I wow, I went way over time on this one. I, I went 10 minutes over, but I think I gave a very psychotic sounding wrestling you know as a wrestling mark wrestling fan i am anticipating a disappointment i am anticipating a half-ass finish as a gamer i'm expecting a half-ass mass effect 3 finish to the game of thrones season 8 everybody's gonna be upset i won't be i'll be like you know what i told you so you, you know why do you think he never finished the fucking book so he just like came up with it. He kind of rushed it. I'm sure they were changing their mind. I was like, fuck, who's going to win tonight? Where do we put this card? You know, and then like Vince McMahon, just like fucking the way he might make money is just like flipping his fucking mind every five seconds. Like, I don't know. Let's change the finish. Let's change the finish. <laughs> so I'm really comparing this to the WrestleMania card. I'm comparing this to WWE, how Vince McMahon thinks. Not all the wrestling, just Vince McMahon. Because a lot of the good wrestling shows have consistent long-term booking, which WWE clearly does not have. They're just doing it on a fucking whim because they're the established, they made the money. Game of Thrones is making money and will make money and will have a legacy forever. This is this is a Star Wars. This is a Lord of the Rings. This is a Harry Potter. So you can go prequel, sequel, whatever, and then come back with the HBO special series. Warner Media is not going to end the game Game of Thrones like this. People just subscribe to you know, HBO now, just because of fucking Game of Thrones, you're going to bring this franchise back. You're going to have your Hobbit. You're going to have the Star Wars episode 1 through 3, and then the 7 through 9, you know? However you think about the prequel and the sequel trilogy, however you think about the Hobbits, however you think about the, 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 the Beast and all that shit, the Harry Potter prequels, they will come back. This is a franchise. They're not going to end this in a satisfactory manner because you're going to come back to it. If they ended, if they ended in a very satisfactory manner, wow, that would be great. Then they, then the prequel and the sequel have something to live up to, so that's gonna be real hard for the writing wise. But you know, I'm I'm expecting disappointment. First episode this Sunday, boom, gazillion people die. We already know that Winterfell fell, and then maybe Jon Snow already died. Who the fuck know? But fuck Theon, fuck the Greyjoys, fuck them, fuck Doran people, all crazy bitches. Like I'm in a fucking Dearborn or some shit. But whatever. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> wow, I went off there. And I'm going to listen to back this and then be like, oh, fuck, man. What, what, what the hell happened to you? So I, I clearly, clearly am excited. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking this much if I weren't excited. So I'm genuinely excited that excited to be disappointed. 
<laughs> in the six weeks. So thanks for listening. If you have any feedback, aa-outlook.com. Send it to the aa-outlook.com. No more Twitter. No more whatever. I don't have Facebook, Instagram page for this show. And then subscribe in the Apple Podcast. Tell your friends to subscribe on whatever pod thing you use. Podcast, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. I'm trying to figure it a way out. Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever you use, whatever pocket thing you use, please subscribe. And then if you want to rate five stars, go ahead and rate five stars. If you hated it and don't want to give five stars, still give five stars because it's fantastic. Anyway, thanks for listening. And then uh, we'll check back in uh, probably a couple of weeks or next week. We'll see. I don't know where I'm at. I might be in New York. I might be in Toronto. So stay tuned. See you. And then uh, we'll catch you after the two episodes.